Welcome back, Sub-Zero Sports, Season 3, Episode 10. Today we are recapping the Masters, UFC 287, and talking NBA playoffs. Let's get it. And we're back. We're back. Another one. Another one. I think the goal should be every time now when I go, and we're back. I'm going to make the pause a little longer. Every episode Every just gets a little second. longer. You know, it's like, how many how many seconds can we go before it's just completely off? We do like a quarter second every episode. And then it's just and after like to the five seconds, it's going to be pretty awkward. Yeah, we just get to the end of the year. Oh. Let's go like 40 episodes later, and there's a 10-second pause. <laughs> <laughs> that would be pretty bad. Sounds just fun. intro song come on, and then we just sit here for 10 seconds. I don't know, yeah, if, I could, I don't know if I could quietly... Sit for 10 seconds with the pause. Yeah, you just won't shut up. It would be tough at that point, you know. 10 seconds. I mean, 5 seconds is going to be awkward. 10 seconds is going to be At what second mark does it get awkward? Well, here's the thing, dude. If if we wait 10 seconds, we get new people listening. Once they get past the intro, they're going to be looking at their phone like, damn it, things buffering. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to know it's not working. It's going to be one of those things, So, which it, could be funny. Does it get awkward at 4 seconds or 6 seconds? Or seven seconds. It's awkward at five, so it's awkward at six. Uh, so it it's awkward probably at it's probably awkward at four. Three. That's where I, that's probably where I draw the line. I think three is probably okay. Two point seven. Well, if two if three is okay, then two point seven is okay. Three point one. Yeah, it's okay. Three point two. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> three point six nine. Awkward for two reasons. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What are we talking about here? We're talking about the Masters. <laughs> we're not talking about the Masters, but we're about to be talking about the Masters. John Rock. Oh, man. This one hurt. It hurt my soul. If y'all saw our story, obviously we did the podcast on Thursday after the Masters, Masters had already started. But if you looked at our IG story, we got out a post earlier that day. Was it on Wednesday or the morning of? I think it, it was on Wednesday. Wednesday night, I think I yeah. put it up. So Austin picked Morikawa to win, and I had Brooks Kepka. Not only that, and he choked it. We had money on Brooks Kepka, and he lost me money. We had plus three thousand odds. Oh, dude, he plus had three thousand. It was such a steal, too. Oh my! Brooks Kepka at plus three thousand. We'll never get that again. Why couldn't it have been a live event, man? He would have won after three. Yeah, he was leading after three rounds. I know, I know. I mean, at one point it was 1,300 to 900. Wasn't that But somewhere around the end of the third? He, was had, close. A, he had a four-shot lead going into seven. They were on seven green at the beginning of Sunday morning. That's right. But That's right. To resume Ron round three. had a 10-footer for birdie. And he had the par putt. Kepka had a par putt. And it was, it was like a two-shot swing. Like 12, 13-footer. Brooks missed it. Ron made it. Rest of the day's history. Brooks did not play well. Rom did what he had to do. Man. I mean, what did he fire? End up a three over or a four over for Brooks? Uh, he finished at eight under. Yeah. Was it four? It was 12 and 10. I think it? he shot. Going in. But that wasn't even counting. I think he shot, shot a three on over on, on the Sunday round. Uh, yeah, that, that would make sense because he had the bogey to start the round in round three. But it yeah, was a weird thing because the third went to the fourth on the same day. Yeah, let me see what he fired. And what I think Rom fired like a two under, didn't he? 
Man, it, it just wasn't – it didn't seem like it was playing that tough on Sunday. They were a lot of low numbers. Was it windy? I don't know, but I just know if you go through and scroll through the Sunday numbers, there was a lot of guys under par, except for the dang leader. Kepka shot a 75. He went yeah. 65, 67, 73, 75. Wow. Rom went 65, 69, 73, 69. Beat him by six shots in the fourth round. Wow. It was a beatdown on Sunday. Mm. Wasn't even close. Mickelson almost had a chance. Which is crazy. Which is crazy. Speaking of Mickelson and Kepka both being in the mix, Liv versus PGA, who did better? Well, obviously there's not as many Liv golfers. Not as many Liv golfers. But if you take the top five from each. Uh, just from the top, who finished in the top four, half of them were Liv golfers. But then half were PGA. Yeah, but you got more to choose from from the PGA. Look, but I'm got, saying if we just Rom, take the top Rom five. won it, then Mickelson, Kepka, Liv well, Who's golfers. the top five live golfers? You got Brooks. Mickelson, Kepka, DJ, Cam Smith, Patrick Reed. Yeah, DeChambeau, DeChambeau. Probably, yeah, but he not, never plays Augusta well. Yeah, but he's – if we're talking top five, that counts. Not Phil. Phil's not might, a top five golfer. I would might want uh, Patrick Reed over DeChambeau. You would yeah, think I'm, I'm on a saying, consistent but I'm basis, yeah, DeChambeau's better than Phil. Yeah. So, regardless of you play that course well, and we can do this at every major. Let's see what the next one is. Joaquin Neiman, I think he's live. He finished tied for 16th. But I'm just saying if we compare the top five guys, because, yes, DeShambo played terrible, but so did McElroy. So yeah, well, obviously the PJ Tour is better, because yeah, the, just, live, the only good ones that went over to live are these guys we're saying, Kepka, DJ, Cam Smith, really. The rest are old. No, and DeShambo. Patrick Reed. And that's it. That's it. Yeah, those five. The rest, are, the rest are older guys. Yeah, Sergio, Phil and Sergio. Phil. Yeah. Who else is on? Or I guess Joaquin Neiman's on it. What about, is Abraham answering the live? I think he is. Yeah, he is too, he is. isn't he? Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I will say this. I'm going to say it. I'm going to say it. It made me miss the live guys on watching that tournament. That was a lot of fun to watch. Because I was like, dang, man. We haven't seen Brooks in a while. And it kind of sucks. you don't watch that shit, you know what I mean? So, are, can the live guys play in the PGA Championship? I... Because uh, I thought I saw something that said, like, Brooks is ready for May. But it's the PGA Championship. Right. And they're not allowed to play in the PGA Tour. Right. I know mm -hmm. they can play in the U.S. Open and the Open. Right. But I didn't think they could the PGA. So, I'm a little confused there. I'm a little confused there, too. They couldn't last year? They didn't last year? Don't think they did. I, no, no. They no. missed out on a couple last, last year, No, last year... Uh, they the majority of them played in the PGA Championship, and like that very next week, is when they made the move. They went to live. Okay, yeah, that sounds right. It's gonna be interesting. I mean, I liked what the Masters did. You got to get the best guys in the world to play the tournaments. Point blank, doesn't really matter what tour they're on or how that's gonna end up shaking out. I don't know how that's gonna shake out. There's some people saying like, obviously, live golfers are making a lot of money but that they don't care about, like, the future of the sport. When Cam Smith even came out and said, like, once he went to live, like, he kind of got out of his routine, of his practice routine, and he hasn't been playing as well over the past year because of that. Yeah. But he's made he probably $100 million more dollars. That's kind of what you talk about, like, with fighters. Is McGregor ever going to be the same? Because he's got money now. That's true. I know he's had injuries and stuff, but, and it's, I mean, it's obviously different, but once you have money, how much are you going to try? Because you've already made it. 100%. So, another thing to think about. 
Well, here's a question. Oh, real quick, shout out. Keith Bryant, one of our best buddies, Grayson, his dad, he called John Rom. He he responded to the story where I asked for people to get their predictions in. And uh, even though he was one of the favorites, he was the only person who said John Rom. So. you got to think everyone was either saying Scotty, Rory, or John Rom. Yeah, because after those three, there was a pretty substantial odd drop off. Yeah, because it was like plus 550 Scotty. I think Rory was next at plus 750. Yeah, and Ron was Ron, like plus 900. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then it, it went dropped down to like speed at like plus 16 to 18. So it was a pretty big drop off after that. Let's talk about Rory, dude. That was bad. Didn't he make the cut? Didn't make the cut, and he really wasn't close. Is he ever going to win at Augusta? Because this in his head, I mean, he's obviously talented enough. It is in his head at this point. 100%. That was it has his, been for multiple years. That was his years. ninth try, I think, at the major Grand Slam. Hasn't won a major since 2014. Wow. Did not realize it had been that long. Yep. Going on nine years mm, since Rory's won a major. We're on a drought here. I'm going to say no. He never gets a green jacket. I'm going to say it goes down as one of those things. You know what I mean? Does it's Rory like, win another major? Yes. But not a green jacket? Yes. Did you see that I feel John, like it'd be stupid to say he'll never John win Rahm was the first European to win a U.S. Open and the Masters. Ever? That's what I saw on the screen, yeah. Really? Unless I was reading wrong. Uh, that was surprising to me, though. Me too. Because so there's guess, a lot of great European golfers over the years, especially. Ever? So Rory's won a U.S. Open. Obviously, hasn't won at Augusta. Yeah. What other U.S. Open winners we got that are from European? Mm, I don't know. Sergio won a Masters. Never U.S. Open, I guess. That was his only major. Let me also look up uh, U.S. Open winners real quick. I'm trying to think. I don't... Can't think of one. Matthew Fitzpatrick won it last year. Obviously, no he's, green jacket, yeah, but he's still really young. One. He he could still yeah, win it. You know. Uh, let's see here. Because he's going to be sticking around for a while. You you'd think, you know. Uh, so John Rahm, obviously, just mentioned him. Before John Rahm, did he won, win it in twenty one? He won in twenty one. Matthew last Fitzpatrick, year? Fitzpatrick won last year. Okay. Before that, six straight years, United States, someone from the U.S. won. And then before that, who? Who was the European? Martin Keimer. Martin Keimer, Germany. Justin Rose. Okay. England. Also no green jacket, though. Yep. And then we got Rory in 2011. We got Graham McDowell in 2010. Uh, Angel Cabrera, but that's uh, South American. Jeff Ogilvie, Australian. Michael but Angel Campbell. Cabrera hasn't won a Masters, has he? No, he got close a few times. Yeah. Did he win Somehow. One? I don't think so. He was not. Did he? Wasn't he in a playoff one year? Mm, you're asking the wrong person. Yeah, he won the Masters in 2007 and 2009. No, no. Well, I, won really? the U.S. Open in 2007, Masters in 2009. Okay, okay. I was like, I'm I was new like, he was in a, in a playoff one year. Well, so, I mean, Argentina. Who was he in the playoff with? He's from Argentina, right? He was tied for the lead with Kenny Perry and Chad Campbell. Okay. Because Kenny Perry, you remember him? No. He was like, I think he was older. He was like 50 years old in the playoff with him. Really? Yeah. Maybe not pretty that interesting. Old, but pretty old. He's from Argentina, isn't he? Yeah, so he's South American. Yeah. So, so yeah, now we're getting back. He's European, but I mean, now we're getting back there. Let's get back. Uh, Jesus, a U.S. guy wins this the majority of the time. I mean, that's most tournaments. Uh, I don't even see any Europeans. Uh, there's an England, Tony Jacklin in 1970. Oh, okay. We're, we're in the weeds now. Uh, we got a Willie McFarlane in 1925 from I Scotland. thought he played football. 
He thought he played football. <laughs> oh, I know you know this name, Francis Umet. Yep. How you ever say his last name? I have his poster in my room. 1913? 1913, yeah. I have a framed picture of him. Yeah? Harry yep. Varden? Oh, he, I have him next to Francis Umet. Do you? Yeah. He, I have an autograph from him. Okay. Back when I was eight, I saw him. That's crazy because what's more important is that I don't care. And that he's like been dead for 100 years. Yeah, because even if the, the fact that you said that and I didn't catch it should show you how little I care. <laughs> no, you don't. The greatest game ever played. That's Francis Humet or whatever. No, I'm not talking about him. That's you, what I'm talking about. But I thought you said you had an autograph from when you met him and you named another guy. No, I was talking about Francis. Uh, I thought you were talking about Harry Varden was the old guy that he played against. Oh, okay, okay, okay. That's why I was just messing around. I was like, I don't know who the second person is. You know that movie with Shia Shia LaBeouf or whatever? Yeah, I know the movie. I just didn't recognize the second name. What is the greatest golf movie you've ever seen? Ooh, I'm going to go Caddyshack. Caddyshack? What about Happy Gilmore? Oh, I... I do love that movie. The greatest game ever played. Solid movie. It's a great, it's a great movie. There's one with, oh, what's his name? He's the guy in uh, Tokyo Drift. What's his name? That white guy. He's, He's in, in a golf, golf movie? movie. Yeah, it's called like Utopia or something. Have you seen Tin Cup? That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a very good one. I forgot about that. Kevin Costner. That one's up there. Ooh. God. All right, let's go. Let's go. Top three golf movies in order. Mmm. I'm gonna go Caddyshack. That one. Yeah. Caddyshack's probably my three. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm okay with. I'm. I mean, to me, they're close. It's definitely. It's if it's not in your top three, something's wrong. Um. I'm gonna go, ten cup two. Happy Gilmore three. So I'm the exact opposite. You got Happy Gilmore one. Happy Gilmore one. That's a great movie. Ten cup two. Caddyshack three. I mean, Happy Gilmore <laughs> is an all-time great. Happy. That's a great movie. That's a very dude. Adam Sandler. He's got some. He's tough to beat. Dude. He's got, that guy's got sports some movies. Adam Ooh. Sandler or Will Ferrell. Sports movies. Okay, so hey, let's name them off so we're on the same page. So I'm not forgetting. All right, names. so we got Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Longest Yard. Yep. Uh, what other sports movies we got? Oh, for Adam Sandler, it's it's a new one, but it counts in my opinion. The one where he's the basketball coach for the guy on Netflix. Yep. What's it called? Mm. I can't think of it. But that's a good movie. Have you seen it? Mm-mm. It's really good. You got to check like that one out. Hustler or something. Yes. Yeah, it is something like that. It's really good. You got to check it out. Will Ferrell's got. He's uh, got a few. Talladega Nights. You got to count that one for sure. Kicking he, and screaming. Yeah, kicking and screaming with the soccer is really good. Oh, uh, semi pro. Oh, that's a good one. Bobby Boucher, uh, Waterboy for Adam Sandler. Oh wow, that might put him over the top because I completely forgot about that. <laughs> Waterboy might do it for me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm a I'm a huge Will Ferrell fan though. That's the that's what's making this tough. If I'm going non-biased, just sports movies, even though just Talladega Nights, if I'm ranking all of them combined, I might put Talladega Nights at one. Yeah. But I'm probably going to give the edge to Adam Sandler but then on overall. The next ones movie. are probably going to be Adam Sandler, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy. Yeah. What am I missing? Longest Yard. Longest Yard. And then Kicking and Screaming. That's kind of like a kid movie, I guess. Yeah, but it's still really good. Yeah. And it's still really funny. No, I'm, I'm putting, for me, Semi Pros above Kicking and Screaming. Yeah, but it's still Will Ferrell. But I'm saying it's not a kid's movie. But at it's all. still behind Longest Yard. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> he's talking about like killing the ref or something well, we can't say those words on this right now and semi pro yeah. oh it's completely out of hand it's completely out of hand if you don't know the scene we're talking about 
you know, I don't think there's a rating for it. <laughs> you just need to go YouTube semi-pro referee scene, and you, you'll understand. Okay, so you're giving the edge to Adam Sandler on the sports movies. I think so. What about movies in general? Will Ferrell? Got stepbrothers. <sighs> but, but, mm, mm. but then you Adam Sandler's Madison? got like 50 first dates, Billy Madison. Yeah. Uh, We're definitely missing some. Oh, uh, something daddy. Something daddy. Big oh, daddy? Dude. Big daddy for sure. Grown ups. Grown ups. Classic. Good one. Big daddy's also a classic. Will What's Ferrell? the one that Will uh, Adam Sandler's in with uh, Jennifer Aniston? Where they're like friends, and he's like, he's going to hook up with this hot girl. Just go with it. Just go with it. Great movie. One. And then there's the new ones on Netflix with with Adam Sandler Murder and Jennifer Aniston. That's a really good one. Murder Mystery One and Two. I haven't seen two. I haven't either. But one is good. It's quality. All right, what about Will Ferrell? Step Brothers. For sure. That's probably number one. Probably so. For That's me. number one. Talladega Nights is also up there for me. I really love that movie. That duo is it. Irreplaceable. They're top notch. Oh, uh, oh man. Old school. Old school's great. Great movie. It's a great movie. We're streaking. <laughs> We're all streaking in the quad. <laughs> here's the thing. Here's Now, here's a question. Do we or can we count something like Wedding Crashers? Mm. Or if he's not the A and B guy, does that not count? I don't think it counts. I don't think it counts because he's, he's barely in it. He's not the main guy. Yeah, that's, he's, that's, he's not. That's Antonio okay. Wilson. That's, that's, that's their fair. movie. That's a great you movie. You <laughs> That's a great movie, dude. We've been quoting that movie here lately for a while. I mean, we could full on make this a full a full Wedding Crackers podcast oh, as far man. as I'm concerned. We should probably get back to sports. I mean, we probably should, but I'm over here Googling Will Ferrell movies. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna change the name to Sub-Zero Movies. Oh, dude. We're missing... So- I, feel I, like I choose Will Ferrell. A lot of good ones. I choose Will Ferrell. Uh, Rattle them off. Let me just spout them off. All right. Anchorman. Great. Elf. Great. Daddy's Home. That's a good one. The Other Guys. That's a good one. I mean, we could probably do this for a while. Get Hard. That's a good one. Blades of Glory. I like that one a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever see? Oh, The Campaign. Oh, my God. Welcome to the Show. This is this is a rap, dude. This is an absolute rap. I mean, I think Sandler edges them on the sports movies. Farrell edges them on overall quality of movies. I gotta at least type in Adam Sandler and give him a chance. Because Adam here. Sandler's more like kind of rom com kind. He of is. He is. All right. It's called. It was called Hustle. That one. Hustle. Ooh, Uncut Gems is like. Yeah, I, he's like an agent. No, no, he's a uh, sells uh, jewelry. Yeah, yeah. That one's like that. a. I heard he was good though. It was more. Serious. I haven't seen it yet either, but I've heard it was really good. It's, yeah. Top notch on Netflix. I got Grown Ups, Grown Ups Two, all those. Yep. Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Waterboy. Oh, he's in That's My Boy. That's a pretty fun one. Have you seen Jack and Jill? I've not. I heard it was terrible. It was pretty terrible. It was. It's. It's Adam Sandler funny. Like what about? You have uh, to like him to like it. The one where they when he's they're dreaming. Oh, bedtime stories. That was, that was pretty good. Uh, Disney, but good. Oh, blended. Don't mess with the Zohan. I never watched. I watched scenes, but I never watched all the way through. I thought it looked stupid. Yeah, it was pretty stupid. Did you ever watch Little Nicky? No, it's terrible. <laughs> I was just about to say, is it good? It's an older one. It's the guy. He just plays the weirdest character, and it involves like some like devil stuff. It's kind of weird. Oh, here's some old ones. Here's some old ones for you. Click. I like that one. That one's good. I like that one. Anger management. 
That's a good one. That's a good one. Uh, Mr. Deeds. Oh, dude, that's a really good that's one. That's a really good one. That Mr. Deeds is a really good one. That's a really good one. Is that the name of that movie, Mr. Big Daddy? Is that the one I was thinking of? Was that right? Yep, Big Daddy, that's right. That's a really good one. That's yep. the guy with uh, uh, Zach and Cody. Yep, yep. And then there's another one, The Hot Chick. I never saw The Hot the Chick. Hot, the Hot Chick? Yeah. So like, Looks like that. It's got that guy in it. Maybe he was like a supporting role because this guy's was in that movie. He, he wasn't? Maybe he produced it. Yeah, he wasn't in that movie. That is a good movie, though. That's just what pops up on Adam Sandler. So he movie? probably directed it. No, I haven't seen it. That's where, uh, what's her name? But I like, I like. Rachel McAdams. Rob Schneider. Rachel McAdams and Rob Schneider. It's kind of like a Freaky Friday. Oh, okay. They, they like, is it like places. an adult Freaky Rob Friday? Rob Schneider's a homeless guy, and Rachel McAdams is like this popular high school student. Okay. And they switch places. Which makes it a little more funny because it's not like a mom and daughter switching places. Right. It's right. literally a, a, like a popular like high school Like as much opposite as you and can And a homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm game. I'll have to check that one out. It's not bad. If you can't tell, we've seen a lot of movies between the two of us here. If you can't tell, this isn't a sports podcast. But it's about to be. Follow-up question and we're moving on from the Masters. Right. Back to it. One question. Top five Choke in golf history, yes or no? No. Top 10. Probably. It was pretty bad. It wasn't good. And it, I'm going to rank it a little like, higher because he took my money. It almost like didn't feel as bad just because he just wasn't really playing good the entire round. Rather than when I, kind of when I think of chokes, I think of like a one-hole choke. Yeah, like you put two in the water two when you're water, up three. Yeah, like Spieth in 2016. Right. Right. You know, and just got got a triple or a quad on a hole. It's like, dude, you had it one, and you had one bad hole. Yeah. But I agree, not as bad. I think is it a bigger choke just playing bad the entire time. That's true. That's true. But it just, how you it look at it. It, just, it, 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 it wasn't like it got to him because it was a big moment. It got to speed because it was a big moment. Yeah. That was an absolute, there's no way around it. You could argue, like, eh, it wasn't that bad for Brooks. You know? Yeah, and the weather was kind of wacky all weekend. Threw off his mojo. Yeah. A lot of stuff to worry about. Having to play a 27 lot, holes. I to say. More than 27 on Sunday. When you're used to three rounds and all of a sudden you're playing 30 in one day, that's tough. So. Congratulations, John Rum. Yeah, for I'm sure. A little upset because I lost 1,500 because of you. Yep. Or I only lost 50, but I could have yeah. won 1,500. Yeah. I lost 20, but. Yeah, you were going to get 600. Yeah, man. Been mm, nice. We wanted it. Little we wanted it bad. UFC 287. You just want to talk the main two? Absolutely not. Who else? I want to run through the top six. Chris Curtis and Gaslam was a freaking. Banger. It was a banger, dude. That was a fun fight. It was really fun to watch. Uh, How about the I think I called that one, guys? Oh my gosh. I mean, those dudes are the epitome of taking a punch on the chin. Yeah. <laughs> Neither, neither one of them really got dropped. Did that? I mean, no. it, Curtis did, but it was a headbutt. Nah, yeah, I about to say, just main, mainly getting stunned. The headbutt does obviously does not count as a knockdown. Yeah. So, um, but Gaslam won two judges, 29-28. And I really don't see how one was 30-27. But no, I thought because Curtis won, won the third. Yeah, Curtis definitely won the third. So, But I thought Gaslam won. I agree. I had a 29-28 myself. We watched all these together. You know, really fun to watch, though. That I fight mean, was basically a pick em. I think Gaston was a slight favorite. Yeah, he was. Minus 125. Yeah, something like that. And right Curtis right is like plus 105. Yep, yep. Fun fight to watch, though. Uh, I think you went with Curtis. I went with Gaston on that one. 
Uh, next fight, we were both completely wrong, and he showed that that's why you're 18 years old. You see what O'Malley said about him? Yeah, so and I completely take agree. Two years off, do weight grind. training, grind, get better, come back. You're still 20. Well, that's what Rogan said. I mean, this dude hasn't even grown into his body. Imagine like just the difference of us when we're 18. 100, percent dude. Compared to now, and we're 26. And I have trained for like three months total in that whole like eight years. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and not not train like they're training. Just no. like actually just working out, yeah. you know? So think about someone like him from 18 to 20. If you just absolutely hit the grind for two years. Dude, imagine if we just actually hit the grind for like a month or two. No alcohol, eating clean. Maybe, what if we just start mat rolling, dude? That'd be fun. Dude, Maybe I, we I'd just make a run to this thing, you know? I'm pro- I could probably beat Raul Rosas. Mm. What do you mean? You think you can beat him? We've had some training. Mm. Christian Rodriguez beat him. I never heard of him. Yeah, but he's got training. I just said, maybe if I get some training. Yeah, but you're like the same size. No, I'm 20 pounds bigger. He weighed in at 135. Yeah, but he probably actually weighs like 147. And I actually weigh 155. All right. So go up against him right now. That's what I said, dude. I got to get some training. (laughs) If I get some training, I think I could have a chance. How long? He looked very bad. How long of training? Let's let him train for two years and let me train for two years. When he's 20, yeah, but I take him out. The thing is, he's already in the UFC and you're not. I think you give me two years, I'll take him out. Mm. He ain't going to learn to strike in two years. We're going to let you live in your fantasy world. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to spend – I just watched this guy fight. It was pathetic. Okay? I'm not trying to crap on an 18-year-old kid. I'm just telling you, if I'm going to have a chance, this is how i got to view it in my mind. Yeah, I mean, you got to be confident. So one year, give me one year of stuffing takedowns of right. my training. No. Give me the other year of striking, and I'm knocking this kid out. So you're still like 16 years behind him in training. But he spent all that all that time purely wrestling. wrestling. So then say the next two years, all he's doing is striking. One year, one year, you're doing takedown defense. Okay. Which he's already 14, 15 years in training. Okay. And then next year, you're going to do striking. So he's going to have a one-year advantage of striking on you, plus on whatever striking advantage he's already has. He doesn't have an advantage. Did you see him punch? Can we call it punching? It was very bad. But you still had to have striking training. You want to – hold on. Hold on. Can I just tell you how many strikes he landed in the fight? Maybe that'll help. I'm going to go with six. Two. Yeah, I knew it wasn't a lot. He got outstruck 83 to two. He just gassed himself, dude. He almost won it in the first round. Yeah, he did. But then once he didn't, he was gassed. Yeah, he was done for. Yeah, and that's another thing, dude. Knowledge-wise, I got him. Fight IQ? Did you just watch that? He gassed himself so much. If I can just survive the first five minutes without being submitted, I can. I I can have a chance here. I say you last no more than sixty seconds. (laughs) Even with the two years of training. Yes. Really. Yes. I feel very certain that after two years, I can last more than a minute. No. Oh, I can't. I don't. That would for sure happen. No. No, maybe. Right now, if we fought. I would say. You so, hold on. If, if we fought right now, how long do you think I'm lasting? Because I can probably run no away from 30. 30 seconds. No. No more than 30. Mm, I disagree. You can't run away. That's not that's cheating. Okay, then I'll fight him. No more than 30 seconds. I disagree. Dude. I'm not saying he's gonna, I, he's I gonna would lose. Lock, get a lock on your body so quick. And Within 30 right. seconds? Yes. 
He still, I mean, I still have a puncher's did? chance. You see what he did at the beginning of the fight? He just ran up to him right away and tackled the guy. Yeah, that's true. Like, within two seconds, he was on him, trying to get him on the ground. I'm not saying he wouldn't beat me. Why are we talking about I would this? just like to think I can last more than 30 seconds. Let, let's move on. Let's move on. Ah, point is, the kid, he's obviously still got a lot of hype behind him. Hopefully, it was just a learning lesson from him because, you know, He's 18, and there's going to be more lessons to learn along the way. Yeah, he's got plenty of time. He has so much potential. He if, he can, if he can just learn to – I mean, I'm not even going to call what he did punching. It was so bad. But if he can just learn to strike a little bit, and really he's just a better, force at 135. Really just better game plan. I mean, if he doesn't gas himself out, he still well, I think that was that more the inexperience. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm sure his coach has put well, him in a good position. If he just uh, doesn't gas himself out and wins the second round – he could probably win. Yeah. Was it that fight where Rodriguez like wasn't going for the finish? It was. Like wow. had his back. Yeah. That was weird. It was weird. And I feel like Rosas wanted to be out of there and he could have easily landed the rear naked choke. I feel like the UFC is like, yo, don't finish him because this guy could still be something. We don't want to say ah, anything. I don't know about that. Rodriguez is nine and one himself trying to make a career. I don't know, I'm just messing. But it was strange how it unfolded because it seemed like when he had the body lock in the third round, that he could have gotten a finish. Who we have after that? Kevin Holland? Kevin Holland and Santiago Ponzinibbio. Is it, was that right? That was right. That sounded good. I'm going to say it was right. I'm not 100% <laughs> sure, but I think it was. Kevin Holland knocked his out. Yeah, and it was a, another fun fight. Round three finish. Kevin Holland, to be a 170-pound fighter, he's got so much power. So much length. And he doesn't even look strong. I mean, no. You know, I mean, I don't want to say he doesn't look strong. But all these got, guys look uh, strong. John Jones he looks, legs. Yeah, he looks very lean and cut. Not a lot of muscle, you know, that sort of thing. Think about this. As linky and as lanky and long as he is, Kamar Usman's the same weight class. That's insane. And that dude just absolutely looks jacked. But Holland's probably way taller. Oh, I'm sure. Just a different build. But Holland also goes to 185. He does. I mean, he's six foot three at 170. That's doesn't pretty he tall. Have like an 80-inch reach? 81, I think. Yeah. But so you knocked him out third round. Santiago was a little upset about it, but his head bounced off the canvas. Oh, he was out. Yeah, he was. It, Holland would have just kept following it up. Yeah, it was done. It was. So done. we got, we got that one right. Yeah, we, we said Holland we both on that, that one. one. And did, then uh, Rob Font and Adrian Yanez was the third one. I feel like did we make a pick? Yeah, we both went Yanez. I think did we? I know I said I liked the value of Font. Well, we were both, remember, I think we were both like, oh, man, like, why are they hating on Font so much? Yeah. But I think we were both like, Yanez. Well, Font came out aggressive, dude. He did. He that fought, very, he fought very well. Finished, what, in two and a half minutes? Yep, yep. That was a fun fight. I mean, it was a quick fight, but that was a freaking banger. It was a great fight. And, and hey, Yanez was swinging, too. Pretty dominant fight. Yanez was swinging, too. Yanez never really caught him. No, he didn't. He did, I mean, his eye was all... You know, swollen from he two landed, and a half I mean, minutes. I'm about to say, like, he landed a, a, I think it was a stiff right. Font swells up quick, though. He does. I mean, he's, what, 35 years old also? Mm-hmm. He's been punched in the face a lot. Yeah. So, I mean, take with that what you will. But at the end of the day, it was an A-plus performance from Rod Font. As an no doubt. To so stay relevant at that division. So, he's, he just took a fight down. I think Font was six in that division. Correct. And Giannis was 12. So, what's next for Rod Font? Uh, do, 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 do. 
Because that, that's the division of killers. That's the division of killers. He deserves so to fight champion up. champion Sterling fighting Cejudo, who's not ranked. Right. Then we got Marab. Then we got Sugar. Then Sanhagen. Yeah. Cheetah's San up Hagen there. Sanhagen just went to... Sanhagen just destroyed Cheetah. But I'm saying, did he just jump in the rankings at all, or is that still set at three? I don't know. Because Marab jumped Sugar, right? Yeah. I think Sanhagen should be three. Cheetah at four? Who's five? Who am I missing here in the bantamweight? Uh, we're missing Jan somewhere. Yeah, so Jan was probably three. Here it is. We got Sterling at champ, Marab at one, O'Malley two, Sanhagen three, Piotr Jan four, Cheeto five, Rob Font six, Dominic Cruz seven, Song Yadong eight, Pedro Munoz nine, and Ricky Simone. Song's about to fight someone. Name the other names in there. Pedro Munoz, no. Ricky Simone, him. Um, he's fighting him. Song's fighting him uh, on a fight night card, I think. He's okay. the second fight. And, you know, sitting down there at number 11, we talked about him last time a little bit, up-and-comer, Umar Nurmagomedov. He's a baller, dude. Is he related to Habib? I don't know. Same Probably. But, so who's Font got next? Uh, uh, who's Yon? Dominic Cruz got next? They're going to book him in Garbrandt, right? Isn't that the plan? Is that what That would be smart. Because Cruz is coming off a loss to Cheeto. Garbrandt's trying to make the come up back up. Yeah. I'd probably, I would probably run that back. Uh, I'd go Font versus Jan. That that lets Font rock, uh, fight up. Jan's on a losing streak. Yeah, I like that. And up. he's really the only one available. You're, not, I mean, Cheeto, but you're not going to run that back because Cheeto just beat him up for Sanhagen's five rounds. Sanhagen's not going to do it because he just fought No, and, and Sanhagen shouldn't. Marab, O'Malley, Sanhagen, if I was them, I would not take the fight. I think what's about to happen in that division, I think we're going to get uh, O'Malley versus winner of Sterling Cejudo, mm-hmm. and I think we're going to get Sanhagen versus Marab. Yeah, that's probably the right thing to do in my opinion. I would I'd love to see Sanhagen find a way to get to the belt. Me too. I really like I Corey. really want him to knock Marab out. I would love that. Because Marab is going to be gonna tough to do when someone times. shoots 45 times in one fight. Yeah. Catch him with a knee on the way in. That's true, and if anybody's going to do it, it'll probably be him. Because mm-hmm. that man is so unorthodox, he's going to be tough to beat. But yeah, fun division, probably the most fun division, in my opinion, in the UFC. Uh, Rob Font, career-saving too. They're they for sure active. they do. It's, they're always matchmaking really good fights. Uh, but Rob Font, yeah, career-saving win, in my opinion. Yeah, give him one more shot to get back up to the possible title. Yeah. Could be maybe a fight or two away. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Come in event. Gilbert Burns, Jorge Masvidal. Kind of went how we expected it. Kind of, though. Gilbert almost really seemed to outstrike him. And I think Jorge even talked about it after the fight. He said, I just kind of lost that step. I I don't feel like I have it anymore. That's why he retired. Tell you one Um, thing. Did he ever have that step? mm, I mean, he had it. He wasn't elite, but he had it. Did he, though? Yeah, he did. Why do you be? think he didn't? He when he, when was the come up before with the Askren knockout, the Darren Till knockout? Darren Till, Askren Diaz. Darren Till was already on the way down, wasn't he? I'm not saying he's got this. Askren was uh, old. I'm not saying he's got this amazing resume. Then he beats Diaz with the doctor stoppage. Yeah. And then he ends on four straight losses. But all to the top dogs. Yeah. So did he ever? I don't think he ever had that top five in him. I didn't say that. I said he That's said he I'm lost a step though. He, yeah, I mean, he, he, he had that. Step. He had that knockout power. 
Like, if he fought Darren Till again today, is he knocking him out like that? No. If he fought Ben Askren again today, maybe, because that guy's terrible. But point being, like, he, he's lost a step. I'm not saying he was ever one or two in the division. But, I mean, hey, for someone that most people said was a journeyman to even make it to back-to-back title fights against one of the greatest 170-pounders of all time, pretty good in my opinion. For him. Mm. Kind of felt given to him. Because of the Askren knockout? Because of what had happened in 2019. He takes a short notice in 2020. I think it was 2020. Was, was the first Usman fight really given to him? But it was short notice. Uh, yeah, who, who backed out of that? Because uh, he took Colby. that on like seven days notice. Maybe Colby or Burns? I don't know. Someone backed out and then... They went to decision, so they just gave it to him again after the Burns fight, I think. Yeah, but uh, they ran it back. They yeah, ran it back. Got knocked out. That was the first live event in Jacksonville. Right. 261. Yep, 261. But I'm, I'm saying, I don't know if the first one was given to him because he was on the, the big streak, you know, of knocking out, you know, highlight knockouts, three wins in a row, Darren Till knockout, Askren knockout, Diaz knockout. Those are, I mean, pretty good wins. I'm just and saying, then the Usman one, he took on short notice. I mean, how can you – you can't really fault the guy. No, you can't fault him, but that's why I'm kind of saying given to him because it wasn't the original fight we wanted. If someone backed out, says, so like, we're just trying to fill a spot in, Masvidal's yeah. ready. I guess so. Because he probably doesn't get that sh- – they're not – they weren't going to go go up to Masvidal and be like, hey, you deserve a title shot. He was let's, probably going to have to win, win, win more. One yeah. more. Yeah, no doubt. But – at the end of the day, it was the correct decision to retire, in my opinion. He made the money he wanted to make. He made a career that a couple years ago didn't look like he maybe had. Um, he made a lot of money over the last couple of years. He made a lot of money. So, What's next for Gilbert? <sighs> Usman. I like that. Rematch. I mean, Burns has so earned gonna it. Be, it's going to be Leon Colby. Right, and Burns has earned it. He he tagged Usman in their fight. Yep. Couldn't finish the deal in the first round, but he tagged yeah, him. Does Usman he doesn't really is he gonna have that championship confidence anymore? And I'll tell you this. If that's what they book, give me Gilbert Burns. I wonder what the odds would be. I don't know what they were the first time. I know Burns was obviously a big favorite, but that was a little different situation than now. Wait, what? You mean well, Usman was a big favorite? Oh yeah, sorry. Burns was a big underdog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I bet the obviously odds different closer situation. now, though. For sure they would be. Because he's sure coming off be. back-to-back losses. I feel like he doesn't have the confidence he used to have. He's getting older. Obviously, Gilbert's older. But they used to train with each other also. That's true. Gilbert did catch him. Gilbert's got a good ground game. Are we just completely under the assumption, though, that Hamzat's 185 now? We're, let's throw him out. Because he's a ranked 175 right now. He keeps tweeting now. at 170, guys. But... But he missed like, weight by like nine pounds. Yeah, I feel like Dana basically said you're going to 185. And he probably should. Yeah. Who would you rather fight? Colby, Edwards, Usman? Or Izzy, who can't wrestle? Pereira probably going to move up, so you wouldn't have to deal with him. Whitaker, I mean, looks like he's going to fight Costa next. But a nickel. That's true. Imagine like a year and a half, two years down the road, Hamzat versus Bo Nickel fight. Where's Izzy going to be in a year and a half to two years? I don't know. You know, that's tough because I'm not throwing that guy If Hamzat goes to 185, Izzy's probably losing. Probably, but you never know. You never no know. One's been ever, no one's been able to take down Izzy at 185. 
at 205, that was different. Those got Bo Nickel and Hamzat would both take him down with ease. And keep him down enough to where they wouldn't get outstruck for five rounds? Probably. It's I would tough. think so. I, I would think so too, but I, I'm not going to count that guy basically out. not a 185, 185-pound yeah. That's what he yeah, looks like. Yeah, yes, yes and no. When he fights, that's yes, what he because looks of like. the style, but no, because he's shown more flaws. Think about it. The last time we saw Hamzat, he fought Kevin freaking Holland. Ragging. And before that, Gilbert Burns. Burns almost took him out. Yep. But Burns is a savage. Burns and we don't know how much struggle Burns Hamzat had making that weight. Almost took out Usman. And we also don't know how much Hamzat was struggling at 170. Yeah, with that weight cut. He It'll could be a be, lot stronger probably at a 185. I think Gilbert fight. Burns wasn't as good at 155, and he was a lot better at 170. That's true. So That's is true. Hamzat going to be a lot better at 185? That's kind of scary. Think so. you That's kind of scary. Honestly, though, you would think so. That's kind of scary. If he's struggling that much with a weight cut, then you'd think so. No. I don't know, man. If we're talking about uh, back to booking Usman and, and, and Burns and those guys, Bilal Muhammad's guy's going to have – he want he he deserves one. He definitely deserves it. What about Bilal versus Usman? You know what they're gonna do. You know what they're gonna do. Oh God. They're what? gonna book Usman and Burns. No. They are. Who who who's Bilal get? Shad Rachmanov. He does not want to fight down. He does not deserve to fight down, dude. He's been fighting down for like his past three fights. But think about this. Let me just rank, let me name off the rankings. Edwards champ. Usman Col- one. Colby's getting it. Colby's two. Shamayev three. Let's throw him out. Muhammad four. Burns five. Rachmanov six. Stephen Thompson seven. So go Bilal versus Usman. Because we've already seen Usman uh, Burns. Yeah. And then go Gilbert and. I think, Rachmanov. I think, based on Rachmanov. Burns making a name for himself by already having a title fight and already beating Masvidal just now, I think he's going to get Usman again. And I think they're going to make Bilal Muhammad fight Shavkat Rachmanov. I think... That's what I think will happen. What I think should think happen? should what happen say? is Bilal. Bilal Usman. I agree. And I'm going to say that happens. Just because... You think that'll happen? Just because we've already seen Burns Usman. I don't think that they care about that. For some reason, in this division, they don't care about that. We saw Jorge Usman twice. We saw Colby Usman twice. But that's what I'm saying. Why we're we just gonna keep running it twice? Because they don't care. For some reason, Dana White does not care about the the matchmaking in this division. Because if we're gonna if we're gonna be completely honest, you know what should be happening next? Not Colby Covington in a title fight. But also at the same time, Gilbert doesn't really deserve to fight down either. He just fought down versus Mazadal. Fight before that, he fights, fight, he fights Hamza. Yeah, I agree. Eventually, and I think Hamza at that point was like 11. Me personally, who do I think deserves a title fight at 170? It's Bilal. Because yeah. whenever him and Edwards fought, it was the eye poke. We didn't even get to see it. Yeah. And Bilal has done nothing but win, did nothing but fought whoever they tell him to fight, and Colby hasn't beaten anyone. I hope, Leon, I hope Leon knocks Colby out. I do too. I know a lot of people think the act it's an act from Colby, and I agree, but that makes it even worse for me. Like, at least if that was your true self, like, you just be acting how you act. Yeah. But it's a complete act. If you're a good person and you're a normal person and, you know, it's all it's all for show and for money, well, you've made your fame. you made your money. you made your name. You've had title fights. You're getting another one. Are you talking just about, stop. Uh, is he going to WWE? Should Colby? Yeah, he should. Probably should. If Edwards kind of knocks him out, then for sure he should. Kind of fits his personality. 
Yeah, can you imagine? Put it all Chaos all Covington in the WWE? I'd watch. Let's put that guy in tight shorts and see what happens. Woo. I mean, honestly. Well, let's get on to it. 185 championship. I almost called it. You almost called it. I got half of it right. He you knocked did. him out cold. You did. He, the it second was, round. I, I mean, it was, it was three head thumps on the mat and three arrows in the chest. That was a pretty cold celebration. It was, and it got colder after that. And then he did. He dropped dead. Yeah, in front of his child. He was crying <laughs> like a freaking ten-year-old. I mean, borderline too much, but still pretty cool. I'm happy for Izzy though. I mean, you have he just that was like his kryptonite. He couldn't get past it, 100%. and he finally did. And he was so close before. He, he hits him at the end of the first round in their first MMA fight. Almost knocks him out. The second kickboxing fight, he almost knocks him out, and then they give him like a standing eight count or something. And then supposedly the first kickboxing fight, a lot of people said Izzy won it. Yeah, a lot of people so, did. Could easily be 3-0 Izzy. But I'll tell you this. When I was watching it live, I gave Pereira the first round. And he was winning the second round. He was about to be up Electrics. 2-0 if he, landed, if he lasted 39 more seconds. He was about to be up 2-0. But he got, uh, he got a little... You cannot be that, that overcautious. I mean, that... that What's the word I'm looking for here? That careless. Recklessness. Yes, with someone like Izzy. Yeah. And I think he had him hurt because he was buckling the knee so much with the lead leg of the of the right leg kick that he was throwing. But And I don't know like how much like if it's lying or just trying to say you're doing that, but I did watch a video when Izzy's read watching the fight. He yeah, said I, I did kind of play possum yeah. a little bit yeah. to make him come in because yeah. I knew he would drop his hands. Yep. So is he lying? Is he telling the truth? I think there's maybe a little bit of truth to both of it. I think it definitely hurt him, but I think he probably sold it a little bit as well. I mean, the leg kicks were hurting him. Yeah. He had 26 leg kicks landed against him within and basically a two round minutes. and a half. Yeah. A little over a round and a half. Yeah. But I mean, of course the legs were hurting. And after what happened in the first round, great plan by Pereira. And if he'd have stuck to it, he's probably still champ in my opinion. But as he hit him with that counter right. And the rest is history. Night, night. And I got to be honest. Obviously, Izzy would be the favorite again if they fought again. I freaking hate what they're doing. I hate it. I hate the aftermath of how the fight played out. With what? Dana saying that Pereira's done at 185 and he needs to move it to 205. Bro, what? Izzy saying that chapter's done. No. I closed that. I ended that. You're down 3-1, bro. Yeah, but just 1-1 one, one in the UFC. Even if we call it that, let's completely throw out the fact that he knocked you out cold and kicked They're not going to run it back right away, though. You got to get three straight fights of that. I, no. I but here's my thing. Yeah, yeah. To me, you do. No. You so what? We're gonna get to see Izzy and Whitaker again. No. So who is it? Get some sort of new blood. Like either go Hamzat or go. They're not Duplessis. going Hamzat. He's fighting Costa next. Duplessis does not deserve it over Pereira. Rios. Yeah, but you want to just run back Whitaker again? You want to run back Vittori wanna, again? You want to no, run back? I want to run back again? Pereira. That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, but they're not going to go three straight of the exact same fight. They're just not going to do that. But we've done it four times with Moreno and Figgy. If it's the fight because to make, there's it's the no fight one to make. else in that division. There's no one else that Izzy hasn't beat in that division. There's other guy Hamza, dude. Hamza is fighting Burn uh, Costa next. It's not official. It's basically official. It's not official. That's going to happen. It's official. That's going to happen. No. You don't think that happens next? You think it what could. they book next is is Adesanya and Hamza? I would Hamzat? say Adesanya Pereira is definitely not happening next. It's not, and they've already made that clear. And I'm just saying though, I don't get probably because Pereira is not fighting at 185 anymore. Yes, agreed. But if I'm Pereira, I think in my mind, I'm winning that fight. I can go straight to a title fight in this division again. And you want to and you want to write that wrong? 
I'm just saying you want to write that wrong, in my opinion. Maybe he doesn't have that competitive drive, but I'm just saying. I think he wants to get to 205. And that's – he'll probably be the champ there. He could be. I don't think Jamal Hill is an all-time great. I don't think Yuri is an all-time great. I think Pereira could go up there and just knock them boys out. I'd like to see Jamal Hill versus uh, Pereira. I think Pereira would just knock him out cold. I think it would be a good fight. I think Jamal Hill is a very good striker, but he ain't on that level of kickboxing. Maybe not, but he's got heavy hands, no doubt. He's got heavy hands, but you saw how difficult it was for someone like Izzy who's got heavy hands and he's technical and he's striking and he's fast and he's quick and his movement's amazing just to get one on this guy. Yeah, but Jamal Hill is a lot bigger. I don't know. Izzy's saying all this stuff about, oh, man, good luck to whoever's got to fight him next. Bro, you should have to fight him next. But Jamal Hill probably actually weighs the same as him. He's probably like 220. I agree. I'm just saying. Where Izzy is weighing 193 when right. Pereira is weighing probably 215 yeah. when they're fighting that night. Yeah, I Got agree. Got a 22-pound weight difference on him. I'm, but I'm saying. Big, I, big difference. From what Izzy was saying, though, I hated everything that he said after the fight. Everything. Like, he just closed that chapter and that Pereira was the villain in his story and all this stuff. Like, dude, you've lost three times to this guy. Even if we're going to count in UFC, then sure, it's one-to-one. Yeah, he also got rushed at the title fight, though, just because Izzy was champ. And he knocked him out. He should have never got there. But he won. If he went the right way, he would have lost on the way. We do not know that. Who would he got to? To a wrestler, yes. We don't know that. Yes, he was. Izzy didn't lose during the fight. fights Pereira, he destroys him. But we can say the same thing about Izzy. He probably will. I just said that a little bit ago. Didn't I? Yeah, I, I know, but I'm saying Hamza is a non-factor in that what division. Is, what is right one now? thing that always tends to win is wrestling? But they haven't. But all the all the other wrestlers that have tried to be Izzy can't take him down at 185. So how have they been able to take down Big there, Old Pereira? There's not any super good wrestler like a Hamza or a Bo Nickel. Agreed. But I'm saying Hamza is a non-factor at 185 right now. He's gonna be fighting at 185. Well, you're saying like if Pereira would have had to fight him on the way up. Yeah. He's not in there. He's not even getting there. No. No. But I'm saying like Hamza's not. That would never have happened. But like if he did what Izzy did on the way up. Like how many fights did Izzy have on the way up? Not, not that many. Before he had a title fight. What, how many Pereira have? Three UFC fights and they were all strikers? Because yeah. he fought Sean Strickland and then he fought two other guys, I think. Let's see if we can I mean, he. he uh, <laughs> Izzy only had one, two, three, four fights before a title fight. You know any names? Uh, Marvin Vittori. That was his UFC debut. It was a split decision win. Then he fought Brad Tavares, Derek Brunson, Anderson Silva, title fight. Brunson's a wrestling guy, isn't he? Yeah, and so and um in the first round Izzy knocked him out. Really? Yeah. So I'm just saying, like Those names sound a lot better than whoever the fuck prayer prayer fought. Yeah, but also like the thing about that is Silva was forty years old. Yeah, but Derek Brunson, Marvin Vittori. That's it. I mean, Marvin Vittori's in the top five right now. I know Derek yeah. Brunson's on the way out. He's retiring probably, okay, well then, but he was at the top okay, a year yeah. or two ago. Well, then look at Pereira. I mean, Sean Strickland, top five. No. I mean, top he 10. probably was at the time they fought. Was he? He's probably maybe right at five. What? Who you got I'm above? I'm saying, though. Like, so you got, he's you in got Izzy, Whitaker, Cannoneer. I think Brunson was ahead of Sean Strickland. When? Because Brunson just got finished again. Yeah, back when they fought, though. That was on the MSG card. Yeah, maybe back when they fought. Uh, 
What's, what's current one eighty five divisions right now? Is he like six or seven? He's seven right now. Yeah. Uh, but they put they have Costa back in there at five. Cannoneers four. Vittori's three. Whitaker two. Pereira one now. Uh, Duplessis at six. Brunson's at eight now, right behind Strickland. Well, is he called out Duplessis just because of the African thing? Yeah, I know. And Duplessis does not deserve a title shot right now. No. He's beaten nobody in the top. Why don't you have Izzy sit? I mean, Izzy's like pretty active. He is. He fights like every three or four months. Why not just chill for a little bit? Let Duplessis fight like a Whitaker or a Cannoneer or something like that. If he wins it, then give him a title shot. Or we just run, we run Costa and Hamzat like they're talking about, and that winner gets a title shot. Yeah. Whitaker, in my opinion, just can't beat Izzy. No, to, can't. to me, Whitaker was probably Pereira's biggest fan the other night. Whitaker's last fight was closer though with Izzy. Was it yeah, 3-2? It was. It was. It was 3-2, three three wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But he still lost. Yeah. And I think he lost. So it's not like you can I argue with one. I don't know. If it's me, I'm running it back. They're not going to, though. Perez probably going to 205. I have no issue with that. I do have issue with Adesanya saying he just, like, closed the show. Let's get on. Playoffs. NBA. What do you want to talk? Champion? Let's go way too early prediction. We got last night we had two play in games. Hawks get the seven seed. Lakers get the, the seven seed. Like pretty big favorites. Yeah, they were, and they lost by eleven at home. They basically got blown out the entire game. Yeah. Uh Lakers were losing pretty much the entire game. They made were a fourth quarter push. Half. Yeah, they were down by seven going into the fourth. You see what A D did at the end? Yeah, I don't even understand. Let me tell you let me tell you something right now. Let me tell you something right now. If you I'm talking just to anyone in the world right now listening. If you think that the Los Angeles Lakers have any chance to win an NBA championship this season, you're you're a moron. What were that? What were they at? Plus fifteen hundred. Mm, were they yeah. like the sixth yeah. favorite? Yeah, they, yeah, which is ridiculous. That's what we were texting about. It's like they literally just got destroyed by the Clippers. Maybe not destroyed, but it they took lost. overtime to clinch the seven seed against the Wolves. Yeah. Stop. At home. Just stop it. So, who are the top three favorites? Suns, Bucks, Celtics? It's Bucks at – they got that best at plus 265. Celtics at plus 320. Suns plus 425. Sixers all the way back at plus 900. Warriors plus 950. Nuggets plus 1,100. Lakers plus 1,800. And then their first-round matchup, the two-seed, Grizzlies plus 2,000. I'm going to go Suns versus Bucks finals. We got that one, what, two years ago? Was it? Whenever the Bucks won, whenever Giannis got his ring. Give me Suns to finally – give me Chris Paul to finally get a ring. And by that you mean be carried by KD? Yes. But still a good ring. Uh, I think the Bucks get their second ring. They've been the best probably team. probably favorite, aren't they? Yeah, they are. They've been the best team all year. Are the Celtics or Suns the second? The Celtics. What are the Suns, like plus 500? Plus 465. And the favorite is? Plus 265. Dang, 265? Wow. So it's kind of like, almost like the Bucks, Celtics, Suns are almost like Scotty, Rory, John Rahm. Yeah, pretty much. There's a, drop, there's, a there's a drop off. There's a gap to 900 after yeah. that with the Sixers, who have no chance, by the way. What are the Nuggets? Because they're the one seed. 1,100. Wow. Yep. They always choke it, though. Yes, they do. Who should win MVP? Probably Embiid. Embiid. He's been really good this year. Jokic has is, Jokic won back to back. Yeah, he has. Uh, you see, someone said something. I think it might have been like Demarcus Cousins or someone. Yeah, I saw it talking about 
You can't like, give him a You're going to give him three straight like I don't think Shaq ever got three straight. Like talking about all these greats that never got three straight and you're going to try to put Jokic above those guys? But I don't think it's about putting him above those guys. I think it's about today, the league, today, who's the most valuable player to your team. You can definitely make an argument for him this year again. But it also votes of uh, you get tired of voting for the same guy every year. For sure. And to me, I don't understand why someone like Giannis doesn't get more love. How's he not? What's the I, average on this year? Like this current year? We'll see what he's got. It should probably be Embiid, though. At least with fantasy, he was blowing out all year. I think it should probably be Embiid. But Giannis is averaging 31.1 points a game, 11.8 rebounds, uh, leading his team in both those categories, 75.7 assists per game. Uh, he's played in 63 games. So that's hampering him a little bit. He hasn't played in a lot, as many games. How many games? 63. He's missed 19. I didn't realize he'd missed 19. How many has Embiid missed? Not that many. Uh, Embiid has played in 66. So three more. And he's averaging 33.1, 10.2 rebounds, which is less, four assists, which is less, and a worse record. But I, I agree he should probably get it. But, Just don't uh, let it be Joker again. Yeah, yeah, I, and I don't think it will be. But I think Embiid's going to get it this year. But you have the Suns coming out of the West as well. Um, nuggets. probably. Suns, Nuggets, Grizzlies. I don't. I don't know, man. It's tough because home court really does matter a lot in basketball. OKC. Nope. <laughs> we'll probably lose tonight and be done for the year. SGA is going to average fifty in the playoffs, bro. Ooh. That's what he's doing. If he averages fantasy. fifty in the playoffs, I think we still don't win. The whole thing? No way. Could you imagine averaging 15 in the playoffs and your team still loses? We would. That'd be awful. You agree, though. We would lose. When he's averaging 50? Yes. On If he averaged 50 on 80% shooting? We still lose. I don't know. Can you name three other players on our team? No. There you go. <laughs> I mean, they're like all 20 years old. Is uh, that Doty guy still on there? Doty? Like, what was that black guy's name? Oh, Dort? Dort. Luden's Dort. Yeah, he's still on the team. <laughs> Just shooting bricks, dude, left and right. But, yeah, Denver 1, Memphis 2, Kings 3, which is insane to me. You see they're the, like, biggest underdog. For a three seed for in a three years. three side since, like, 1990. I saw that. And, hey, if you're Golden State, it's uh, Clippers, Phoenix. 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 Yeah. But f- the four is Phoenix. Yeah. Um, but, hey, if you're Golden State, you like where you're at. So who's because the, the plans for? Is it the Thunder and who? And then the, the Pelicans. Wolves? No, the oh yeah, no, it's no. be Thunder Pelicans will play the Wolves. Right, right, and then Winter. And the then eight. Heat will play who? Raptors, heat. Bulls. Yeah, yep. Which yeah. is tonight too. So, I think the Heat will probably get the eight because it'll be another home game for them. It's crazy. The Raptors are that low. I didn't realize they were that bad. I mean, they're five. They're forty-one and forty-one. Yeah. You got what Siakam, Fred Van, Fred Van Vliet. Yeah, but I think he'd be doing a little better. I mean, they were only doing good when they had Kawhi. Yeah, which For is what, a big one difference. Year, two yeah. years. Yeah, yeah, basically, he only played there. What wasn't it one year? Anyway, and they won. Went the there, won a chip championship left. when there was a KD list son uh, Warriors and Thompson. And Thompson was out. Yeah, it was all Curry that year. A little lucky, but they won it. Props to Kawhi. Anyway, point being. Kings are a three. You gotta like where you're at if you're the Warriors, because if you're if you're gonna pick anybody out of the top eight, you're probably wanting the Kings if you gotta travel somewhere. No doubt. Not the Grizzlies, not the Nuggets, not the Suns. 
Clippers at five. I mean, if they can get Paul George healthy, we're never counting out Kawhi Leonard after what he's done. You know, we were just talking about. Um, and if the clip, and you got to think, Golden State. They'll say they beat the Kings. Then you either got the Grizzlies, who they've had their number in the past, or if the Lakers pull the upset, then you got home court. You know. So home court's we'll a big see. deal. We'll see. Get that extra game. Uh, but if you made me pick, I'm probably going Suns out of the West, but they're only 45 and 37. Celtics. They've only played nine games with all three of their guys. They're the big three for them. What's the record in those nine games? They're 9-0. <laughs> I'm just saying, though. That, that's, not a, that's not a big sample size. No? So Still pretty good, though. We'll see. If I had to pick, uh, I would also probably go Bucks suns but I'm going to go against Eastern Chico Conference Bucks. Finals, Bucks celtics Does it go to seven? Yep. I assume does. you go Bucks Celtics. Yep. I am going Bucks Celtics. And I think it does go seven. Because the seven think. comes down to a buzzer beater, Jason Tatum, to send him to the finals. Misses. Oh, you just picked. Oh, misses. Okay. <laughs> um. Okay. I'll roll with that. I'm going Bucks. So I think Giannis is about to average probably 35 a game at least. Probably. I mean, he's just about to take over. Is he, is he like 28, 29 right now? So he's in prime. All right, let's rule it. Let's knock it out then. No Bucks, no Suns. Then pick your matchup. In the finals? Yeah, because we both had those two. Hmm. You got Boston at the two, Philly at the three, Cleveland at the four, who's 51 you said and 31. No Bucks and no Suns? No Bucks, no Suns. I'm obviously going Celtics out of the East. Okay, agreed. Uh, the West is tough. You got Denver at one, Memphis at two, Sacramento at three. For skipping Phoenix at four, L.A. Clippers at five. Give me Memphis. I hate that. No, I like it. Who you I going? Hate it. I'm going. Mm. I don't want to hear either of these two teams. One's going to be Golden State. Jesus. You don't want to hear them, right? I figured, I figured you're choosing between the Clippers and the Warriors. No, I'm. I think I'm gonna go Denver. Denver. I think I'm, the one seed's got to mean something. They're 34 and seven at home. But they choke it in the playoffs. They do, but they got the best home record in the NBA, and they finally got and the one seed this year. Until the playoffs. But they haven't been the one seed before. They're gonna choke it. But they got the one seed. They won't win. 34 and seven at home. They won't win. Home court matters. Warriors need home court. Yes, they do. Because they're terrible on the road. Listen to this, Warriors. What's their Name off their road record. They have the second. I'll say this: second they're forty-four worst. and thirty-eight overall. How they many have the wins second, do they have on the road? They have the second best home record at thirty-three and eight. Yeah, which shows how bad they're on the road. Eleven and thirty. <laughs> I mean, maybe I should pick the Kings. And I feel like those only wins are like the Rockets and the Spurs. No doubt. But think about this: the Hornets. Yes, they do have to play on the road in the first round, but. The Kings are actually playing better 25 and 16 away from home, 23 and 18 at home, which is not a good home record. And it's just a little short little trip for Golden State to get to Sacramento. So the Warriors are cheering hard for the Lakers. Yeah, because I don't know if they could go to Memphis when that team gets momentum and beat them. Well, they just want home court. That's what I'm saying. If they had to go to Memphis in the second round, they're they're probably taking it out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I like that. I'm, I, we'll, we'll see what happens. It, it's it's an interesting playoff season, and I like it. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, KD's going to be good to go. Yeah, he looks good to go. Can't cut him out. Can he get a win away from Golden State? He needs one for his legacy. 
But he's still is it going to put it over team. the top for me if you got Aiton, Booker, and Paul? No. Yeah, it's still a pretty stacked team. It definitely is. You know? But it would help. We'll put it that way. Yeah. Because you didn't join a 73 and 19. Bingo. That's already off two Bingo. championships in a row, I think. Bingo. All right. Well, that's another episode in the books. We appreciate y'all. If you got this far, thank you for listening. We'll be back. We're going to be back next week. We'll be back next week. We didn't even talk Holloway Allen at all. Quick pick. Allen. Allen. And I don't love it. I don't love it at all. Because Holloway. I almost said Holloway. It was one of those things where I was like, Allen. <laughs> I got Allen, but I don't like the pick. I'm... We're going to be at the casino, so I'll probably make a bet on it. But I'll be expecting to lose. Ooh. You want to hear the odds? Uh, Holloway minus 155. Allen plus 125. Allen plus 155. Holloway minus 180. I think that's going up. Ooh. I feel like I saw Holloway like around minus 150. Ooh, I don't know about this now. Yeah, Holloway's No, I'm sticking it. I'm sticking it. I'm sticking it. Arnold Allen plus 155. Lock it in. So he gets uh, if Bolt beats Yair and stays at 145. Yes. Allen's next? For sure he is. If yep. he wins this fight. All right. There's your quick pick. UFC fight night. We'll beat the casino this week. You know we're getting our gambling in. Come on. Let's go. Uh, we'll probably put some stuff up on the story. We're going to be up there. We'll be at this little little sports book, so it'll be some fun stuff. But we appreciate you all. Thank you for listening this long. If you made it, go follow our socials at Sub-Zero Sports. We'll be back at you next week with another banger pod. We out. Hey, shout out again. Keith Bryant. Calling the Masters champion. Might have been a favorite, but he still hit it. Better than I did. Shout out John Rom for winning the Masters. Let us know what you like, what you don't like, what you want to hear, what you don't want to hear. We're down to talk sports, no sports. We really don't care. We just like to talk. Subject of sports, we out.